these doubts started to come up. If life isn't as I thought, would I still be satisfied completely in the Lord? I'm afraid of making the wrong decision. Welcome to the Truth Snack Podcast, Truth Snack Journeys with Doubting Christians Toward Confident Faith. So if you're doubting or deconstructing, you're in the right place. My hope is that this episode can be a little truth snack to help you on your way. Big life decisions can spark an intense seeking of God and His will. And when it feels like we hear nothing in response, it can cause us to question whether God is with us or there at all. Because of that, I knew I wanted to talk about God's will as part of this year's focus on encounter with God. And so when my friend Steph reached out to me to tell me that a Truth Snack series helped her discern God's will, I thought this was the perfect time. So let's listen to my conversation with Steph on knowing God's will in the face of big decisions. I've been working at this job and I've really been enjoying it. And then I just got this offer um, to head back and, and try something new. And it wasn't something I was looking for, but it just, there was something about it that just kind of really tugged at me. And then it kind of just, I don't know, steamrolled into this larger existential crisis, which I think just kind of touched upon some just deeper insecurities that I had. A lot of, I think, worries and wonders that I have with regards to like my future. Um, I think a lot of things that I really seek, um, if I really reflect deeply, it's just that sense of security, um, sense of consistency. I just realized these doubts started to come up of thinking, you know, if life isn't as I thought, would I still be satisfied completely in the Lord? You know, like, what does he have for me? Are those things good? And does the Lord even really care about these decisions at all? Like, do these really even matter? It started a big thought process and, and reflection and just really seeking, okay, what does that mean to, to seek God's will, to discern his voice, to know it? You talked about like wanting consistency or a sense of security. What about this question made you feel like that was being taken away? Yeah, I think like... It's funny, like your kind of choice of work, it's really a, such a large portion of your day. You know, in that way, like there's a lot of stress when that changes, especially when you're in a situation that's so good, that's so comfortable. And it's funny because this was actually the second time that this group reached out to me. The first time I just wasn't ready for a change. I was like, you know, I just, I just feel like I need to stay a little bit longer. There's things I still want to do. And then when they came back, I just felt like in a different place. And, and I was like, wow, God, is this you just, you know, leaving space for me to prepare and be ready for, for a big change, you know, regardless, like of whether I stay or whether I go, I think God will continue to be with me. He'll continue to direct me as I was praying. And as I was just like reading scripture, I was just really encouraged that, you know, the Lord cares about like every decision that we have. And you know, we're not alone. You said two things, and I'd love to hear how you bring them together mm. because you said God cares about every decision we make, which almost feels like, you know, like God wants to like, we have to like ask God all the time, <laughs> everything is, but then you also said like, well, whatever I decide, God's going to be with me because yeah. he loves me and he's faithful, you know? So exactly. how do you bring those two together or how, how did you in this situation? I think God gives us so much freedom that we kind of sometimes take for granted as Christians. It's like, oh my gosh, if I don't, you know, follow God's route exactly as it is, 
then like something bad's going to happen. I don't like God is just so much bigger than that. You know, like he allows us to make decisions and, you know, he knows our hearts and our motives. Sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, I'm afraid of making the wrong decision. But like, what, what actually is a wrong decision? I think, um, you know, we're almost too like rigid in how we think um, because, you know, God's masterful. Um, if we look like at the story of Jonah, despite Jonah's rebellion and, you know, trying every which way not to obey God, like God brought him to where he needed Jonah to be, you know, can we trust God in the same way? Yeah. It's like God can, God has a (laughs) lot of rerouting powers. Totally. If you are open to him. And even in the, even what you said earlier, like, it sounds like this group approached you, you were like, no. And then I, I, I'm not going to pretend I know what God is doing, but it is possible that God's like, okay, like figure it out, grow, live your life. And then it's like, but there's going to be a reroute later, you know, like, exactly. It's like, yeah. And I was honest, I wasn't ready at that time. Mm. And like, it was okay. And actually I was glad that I, I said no at that time, there was a lot of growing and there was a lot of things that I still wanted to do, but it almost started that, that kind of thought process of again, Mm. like, you know, where am I going? Where do I want to go? And can I trust God in that? It kind of resurrected a lot of the, what are the like yearnings of my heart? As I was speaking to mentors, they kept on asking like, you know, where would you see yourself in five years? Like, what are those bigger goals that you have and kind of what do you, what do you want to work towards? And I think that just flooded me with insecurity because I think in the past I've had goals that didn't come to fruition the way I thought they would. Hmm. And it was troubling to almost hope again, to dream again about the future, because I know life is so uncertain. And so I think that was part of the trigger on, on why I was so nervous in making that decision, because I didn't want to think about the future (laughs) because I think in the past, when I thought the future would go a certain way, it didn't. And, uh, Hmm. and yeah, it almost made me a little afraid. I think. I just wonder if it's like really hard even to, to come honestly to God, because we're just so like bogged down by the anxiety of what will happen. I know I, I personally have felt that way so many times where it's like, I almost can't actually ask the question because it's already hurting so much to to consider the options. And I think too, just with emotions, sometimes it's really hard to even navigate. What am I feeling? Right. Um, I sought a lot of comfort in the Psalms and just how people were so honest with how they felt. Sometimes I feel like because I've been a Christian for so long, uh, because I've served like as a mentor in some forms of leadership, it's like I'm almost not allowed to feel worry or Hmm. have doubts. And so I think it prohibits me from coming genuinely and honestly before God with how I truly am feeling and, and letting myself explore, like, what is it that I'm actually feeling? What is it that is actually creating this spiral, uh, an existential (laughs) crisis? Like, why is this little thing touching on something so much deeper? And I think like, just allowing myself to be honest, not just with myself, but before God in my prayers was such an important step and just finding peace because I definitely think I hold back <laughs> a lot. I love that we're touching on that because we act mm-hmm. as though 
if we knew God's plan, we would do it. That's bonkers. Like, of course, that is not true. Of course, that's not true. And that's the Jonah story. And that's the story for so many of us is sometimes Mm -hmm. God does reveal his will. And we're like, no, I I can't go there. I can't do that because of fear. Like kind of those barriers I was talking about before. Yeah. And I think it, it almost in some ways, it's like fighting of wills, right? It's like, what is my will? But then what is God's will? And can I submit to that when there's a conflict? And can I celebrate when, you know, they're both in line and and the same? And I think there's like a wisdom and kind of learning to realign our wills with the Lord's and learning Mm -hmm. to yearn for what he yearns for. Because there's a lot of things that, you know, when I was younger, I wanted. And then hindsight, I'm like, wow, that would have been terrible if things went that way. And in some ways I find these little decisions are in some ways, these little tests, you know, and like, I I think it's like Psalm 11, you know, the Lord tests the righteous. And so it's part of our Christian walk, like these little kind of questions, like, will you trust me on this? Do you believe that, you know, whichever way you, you choose, like that I'll be with you, or, you know, sometimes you're faced with something and sinfully you want to do your own thing, you know, will you obey, uh, is, is another thing that, God may ask. So, so maybe practically, like literally, what did you do to try to set yourself up to make a good decision? Part of it for me, like I'm a very external processor is just part of being an extrovert for me. So it was actually really important um, to find people that I trusted, to find people who also like share in the faith, to be able to really talk through kind of everything that I was feeling and all the questions that I had and to allow just them to be to them to support me through prayer and encouragement. Um, so there, that was, that was hugely important, not to just, you know, push it down and try to figure it out myself, but just to allow people in to that de- questioning and that decision-making. But of course, like, you know, being wise in, in the choice of <laughs> who I talk this through with. And then also just, I made time to just reflect um, what about this decision made me so nervous? And then to just go into scripture and just to almost combat it with, with God's word. <laughs> it was interesting because when I was reflecting on what were those insecurities, what were those fears, it kind of helped me think, okay, what are those aspects where I really don't put my faith in the Lord? You know, um, if I know he's sovereign, if I know he cares for me, then I should be okay knowing that whatever change I make, he's with me. When it came to actual decision-making, I noticed there was still a part of me that was holding back and truly believing that. And that fear led to a lot of overthinking. And it wasn't until I started reflecting on God's word and his promises and, and who he is, that all those things, all those worries started to just be so insignificant, <laughs> where I started to of find myself back on that foundation there's a verse in romans i think it's romans 12 but yeah it was talking about just being a living sacrifice and it says do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of god what is good and acceptable and perfect um so yeah this verse just really encouraged me um because in part it it talked about just the renewing of the mind thinking about this differently thinking it about it just in light of who God is and, and knowing that his will is good, acceptable, and perfect. Um, and that gave me a lot of peace because it's not just about me. 
I'm not doing this alone. It's not a fatalistic decision that, oh, if I do the wrong thing or choose the wrong thing, suddenly God's plan is all, you know, messed up. No, (laughs) you know, and just not to think um, in the way the world thinks, I guess, like I said, thinking about it as just being your own decision, carving out your own way, just to change the way in which we approach decision-making um, in light of God's character and, and his word and his promises to us as believers. So it sounds like in your understanding, like God's perfect will is not like this tightrope that you have to stay on. Otherwise you kind of fall off it and there's no way to get back. You're linking it more to your character and like an active trust in God during this process. But how would you then understand this idea of God's perfect will? Yeah. I mean, his will, like, if you think about like, what does God want? Like, I think God wants me to become more like his son. He wants to sanctify me. He wants to grow my faith. You know, maybe what I want is, oh, I want a really great career where I do a lot of exciting stuff and get to achieve a lot of things. But I don't really think that's totally what God wants. I think he wants me to, regardless of wherever I go, to be able to continually trust him. Um, to be able to, you know, build relationships with others who don't know him and to be a light and to really kind of extract sin from my life and expose it and help me see those areas where I'm really doubting and I'm really insecure and I'm really not fully understanding or getting yet um, what God wants to reveal to me about him and and about me. And, uh, you know, I think that's a lot more of what God wills than than me and my own kind of selfish desires (laughs) for like a happy and fun life. I remember like some of your guests had shared about that still small voice, you know, that kind of just tugs at us, whether that be the Holy spirit or, or what. Yeah. I really did feel that, that tug that second time. Like I really just, I've had this feeling that this was the right decision and it doesn't mean that this decision will be the easiest. Doesn't mean it will be the one without challenge. Um, but there was just something there about this opportunity that really just tugged at my heart and helped me feel comfort in, in going towards it. And all those insecurities that I had, all those wonders and fears about the change um, were really kind of eased. And I was brought into a place of peace. So I've made the decision. I feel good about it. But yet it hasn't actually happened yet. So I'm in that weird waiting period mm. where, you know, I feel good you know, ask me maybe three months from now when I've actually switched, like how I feel then. Um, but right now, yeah, I just, I feel a lot at ease. Well, of course, Truth Snack is about journeying with doubting Christians toward confident faith. And it sounds like this is like a story of that, right? Like there was doubt here and then a journey and then now more of a confidence. But yeah, I'm just like really curious to hear what in that series about discerning God's voice was helpful to you. Was there like one or two things that kind of brought some insight. Yeah. What struck me was just the faith that they had, you know, in, in the different stories that they shared and those different experiences, just leaning in towards God when seeking his will, you know, that they actually wanted to, that it wasn't just like, oh, like things are hard, like forget God, but their faith was so inspiring for me in a moment where I was seeing some of the weaknesses of my own. And it was just so encouraging to see how God just shows up in different ways, you know, whether it be through tremendous like answers of prayer to just like those little comforts that we get 
in his word. When we hear the stories of others and how God shows up, we could be reminded, you know, God's going to show up for me. Maybe not in the same way, but he's there just as he's there for them. It's not just like, oh, I'm by myself and there's no one to inspire. There's tons of people um, with stories and experiences that we can learn from um, in scripture and, and in the church today, which is just so awesome. Anything else that they said that really kind of helped you make this big decision? There were things that they brought up with regards to just seeing Christ and him being the one who was tested, but yet was able to pass all the tests, how he was you know, so genuine, like in the garden of Gethsemane, when he was just so honest before God, if there's any other way, you know, take this cup from me, but not my will, but yours be done. Like, wow, we, we don't have a God who can't sympathize or empathize with us. We have a God who's, who's lived through all that, but who was able to do everything right when, when we are just, you know, so faulted and how amazing our God is just being reminded about that and how they thought about that um, in their own journeys uh, with doubt and seeking God's will. It was just super helpful to be reminded of, of Christ. Yeah. Well, I think what I really just appreciate about it is how you're making it seem dynamic, like a conversation, which has been a huge theme in the work that I've been doing this year, is that encounter with God and relationship with God. It It's it's dynamic. And even if we're like open to God, it takes time to mature in hearing his voice and recognizing a voice. It takes time to like actually be changed to the point where we're like, we're excited to go along with God and to actually build his kingdom rather than all our own kingdoms, which is also very tempting. I appreciate that there's that you're just kind of talking about the dynamic nature, because I think the uh, temptation is to just make these things very simple. Like God has one, one plan for your life. Or I think the, another, like the, the ditch on the other side of the path is like, God doesn't ever care and just go do what you want to do. And like, he'll just bless you. And I guess what I'm trying to say is I think the most important thing is today. Are you going, God, I'm like, I'm open and attentive to your voice. And like, and I'm, sometimes I'm going to get it and sometimes I'm not and whatever. But if that's where you're at, it feels like that's the most important thing. And I think also a willingness to be open to the direction that God brings you, right. Or, or points you towards, uh, because sometimes you're like, God, I really want to know your will, but deep down your motivation is I want your will to be this. (laughs) And so there's that when we come to him, it's also being ready to submit to his will as well, especially if it's down a path you didn't expect or didn't foresee, or maybe didn't even want. It's being ready to know, yeah, who you are, who, like the fact that you love me, the fact that you care will happen, you know, in either way and to be open to that. And it was just like, yeah, really relieving because after I made that decision, like I just felt firm in it. And I think that's really deep down what I wanted. But like I said earlier, like there were just some fears and insecurities that came up. But I think if I was really honest, yeah, I was leaning towards this. I did want this regardless of the challenges that may come with that decision, which goes so opposite to that yearning for comfort and stability and like everything good to stay good. How did this experience that you've just gone through change how you might think about discerning God's will in the future? Yeah, I think this experience really helped me to just remember how reliant I am on God, how important it is to seek wise counsel, to seek him first and foremost in this whole process. 
and also how to just chill out, I guess, a little bit, you know, because if he's sovereign, if he loves me, if he's got me, like, unless I'm going towards something sinful and bad, like, you know, he's with me and he's going to work things in my life to help me become more like Christ and to grow in my faith and to learn more about him wherever he takes me or wherever I go. And just to be open to that and not let kind of fear overwhelm me to the point where I can't be honest with him or and can't make a decision. For the person who is just overcome with dread and fear right now over a big decision, over a job or a move or a school or a spouse or a whatever, like those big decisions, what's the one thing you'd want them to hear? There's actually like two kind of pieces of advice that I found really helpful that friends had shared with me. But um, one of them is, you know, let's not forget the freedom that God gives when, for example, we're faced with some options that, you know, aren't really, that, that have no sin in them that are kind of open. If there's an open door, just like go. And if God doesn't want you to go, he'll close it and he'll redirect you. But just don't be afraid to go. Like sometimes there won't be a clear call and action to go through that door, but you see it's open. You want to go through. It's like, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> you know? It's okay. Um, and then another thing is that the way that God works is not in any way that we fully understand. We see this small glimpse of a picture and God's view and perception of that picture is so much more grand. You know, we have this little, maybe small square of what we're seeing, but he sees the full thing and, uh, let's trust in him because like, you know, we only know so much. He knows everything. Uh, he knows everyone's heart. He knows everyone's motives. He knows the future in a way. I rather put my trust in that than me and my limited view. It's like, you're talking a lot about trusting God, mm -hmm. like not trusting that God has told you the right thing. You're saying, don't, don't, don't trust the plan. Trust God. Trust God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good things don't mean easy and relaxed and, and calm mm. and peace. Like, and like steady things that are in our control. Yeah. Sometimes it means actually bringing you to a place that's hard, mm -hmm. but then you get to see, wow, the sufficiency of, of God in something, or you get to see or understand deeper, um, you know, God's deep love for us and the brokenness of the world. Mm -hmm. um, like you kind of get that in a newer and deeper way when you're in an uncomfortable situation, you know, when you go through um, experiences of crisis, for example, like you can't really know if you trust God, if you're never in a situation where you have to, <laughs> you know, where there's, you know, there's no one else who can help me, but God right now in this situation, there's no one else who can calm my heart, except for God, knowing that he has, you know, gone through a lot of what I've gone through in terms of a human sense. It sounds to me like in this process, you talked with people and you prayed and you read scripture, mm -hmm. but then you also did some like an internal inventory of like, who am I and what, what do I want in life? But also why am I so afraid? Yeah. <laughs> and why am I being so rocked by this? Yeah. yeah. Why? And that is a question that I'm not sure I had even really truly considered. Like, why is the big decision freaking you out so much? The answer to that question 
could really reveal something important that you should process in order to trust God, not just yes. the plan, trust the God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the exactly. Yeah. So that's like that, that alone is worth the price of admission. That's really profound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that reflection was so important um, because it really helped me see, Hey, maybe I'm actually not really putting my trust in God, but again, putting my trust in this plan that will lead me to what I want or lead me to comfort yeah. um, rather than trusting a God who's wanting to lead me towards understanding his love, um, understanding what Christ did, uh, you know, understanding hmm. how fallible I am, how broken humanity is, how broken the world is and how there's no other hope except for the hope that we find in Jesus. And that's like something that kind of, yeah, can be revealed in new ways when you come to these crossroads and these big mm. questions. Um, I just love that this conversation is being put into the context of a real relationship with God. That gets lost sometimes because it because it becomes about the plan. Like if you can get that from like, you know, like a fortune teller, then it's like, you, <laughs> that's just, that's just yeah. as good if, as if all you want is just the plan. So I think it's just like profound that wait, 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 this isn't just about the plan. Like this is, it's I love that it's gone yeah. so far into like, it's about exploring who we are and who God is and who we are to God and like all this. Yeah. So I who just he think is to that, us and exactly. Yeah, like it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like that our God is a relational God, that he knows us so intimately um, and he's working with us in all of life's various decisions and seasons and experiences, you know, and he's, mm -hmm. It's dynamic, like you said, like, you know, the way he works is not always how we'd expect. Um, and there's aspects of ourselves that we may not really discover or understand until we're brought into certain situations. And, uh, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Thanks for listening to the Truth Snack podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, would you please share it with someone you think it might help as well? If you have something to add to the conversation, always feel free to reach out to me at matt at truthsnack.ca and I'll see you next time.